wonky, wasn't it? Was it wonky it did go a bit wonky, well, but do you know what? It did go wonky, but I like that. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with a bit of wonk, me. There's a lot of wonking yeah. in Rollo, really, isn't there? Oh, hello. Hello. You've given, you've given the game away. Hello. Well, everyone will instantly um, know that world-famous theme tune, Shiv. <laughs> uh, well, firstly, hello, Cathy. Uh, I am Shiv, and you are Cathy. Yes. Welcome to the Claptrap Podcast. The world's foremost yeah. podcast hosted by Kathy Manson and Shiv Mika. It is, I would say, probably the best of ours. Definitely the best of the ones that we it do. It is the best that, uh, that we do. And it's the best that anybody called Shiv and Kathy Manson Mika present. I think you're right. Can you hear this? Can you hear this? A little bit of... That's the last of the ice in Medellin. Shiv's having a swig Kathy. this I'm week. Having... I'm having a swig. I'm having a swig. I've had a Tuesday. Can I give the game away? On the game <laughs> I think that's. Le- I think it's legal to record on a Tuesday. So far, though, I wasn't that clear on what Boris was saying. So he could have said no podcast on a Tuesday. Oh, I don't know, but I think it was. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm sure the gin will help with my levels of alertness. Let's be honest. Well, sadly, I've just got some water here. We never seem to be able to coordinate our swigs. We're not very good at, yes, we're not good at the old coordinated swigging, but I think that actually is okay. One of us needs to be in sober and in charge. You'll be the consummate professional and I'll just be that strange, annoying drunk in the corner laughing at my own jokes. Absolutely. And of course, I am known for my professionalism and you are known for your drunkenness. (laughs) I think we're more, I thought you were going to say more known for laughing at my own jokes, which is... (laughs) Guilty as charged, Your Honour. Guilty as charged. I thought you were going to say, I think you're more known for drunkenness, Cathy. No, that's not my style, Cathy. That's what I thought. That's so I was quite style. surprised. I was like, that's not Shiv's style. No, that isn't, that isn't my style. You were quite right, Cathy. You were quite right. Not my style. Well, um, I'll tell you anyway, what's my yes, style, Shiv. Um, what's that, Cathy? Well, my style is doing a synopsis. It is. And before you leap into the synops, just to help listeners land in the moment, I believe about two minutes and 30 seconds ago, you played the intro theme to King Rollo. Hang on, I'm having sound sound issues. What did you say? Oh, I'll fill in. I, I just said that about two minutes and now two minutes and 50 seconds ago, you played the intro theme to King Rollo. That's right. And we have watched... An episode from, I believe, filmed in 1979. That's what the Roman numerals told me at the end. That's what they told me too, called The Breakfast. And I chose that, Cathy. I chose this episode because I like food. I and, Well, Said we've it. probably discussed this before on the podcast, but breakfast, of course, is my absolutely favourite meal of the day. It is your fave. It's your fave meal, yes. isn't it? I was going to say it's your fave dinner then, but that doesn't it, it work. It doesn't. That's... No, but... For me, the no. breakfast is the dinner in that I prefer to have the largest meal for breakfast. You do breakfast like, like a king, king. Well, not like King lunch. Rollo because his breakfast wasn't big enough for my liking. But you do you do like to dine like a pauper, don't you? Yes. Or is it pauper? <laughs> yeah, I like for someone to throw you. a fish and for me to catch it in my mouth. <laughs> you like yeah, that's how I usually have like dinner. I thought that's how you did it. But of course, dine like a porpoise. Now we have to socially distance. My friends have to come past and throw the fish up on my balcony for me to catch in my mouth. 
The problem is also because of the difficulties with stock at my local supermarket, I had to chuck um, I had to chuck some frozen fish at you the other day. Yeah, it was a fish finger. And that was a shame. It was a fish finger and it near took your eye out. I'm ever so sorry. It was, yeah, so rock sorry. hard. Uh, Shiv's aim is poor, so it basically hit me in the nose, nearly the eye. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm never going to get a job at SeaWorld, which is a good thing, I think, for many, many reasons. Shiv, I think, I'm afraid, your SeaWorld dream has to be let go of. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. I, You know, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, Shiv, I've had a really good idea. You, you could create your cuts? own SeaWorld... But just have it with things yeah. beginning with C, like uh, crates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. People clapping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I've got a, a not coronavirus, but that does begin with C. Oh no, it's no. all gone wrong already. Yeah, I was going to help you out, but I was quite enjoying watching you get sort of tangled up in your own sort of lexicon there. Yeah, C-word. well, I'm, I'm trying not to mention the C word, and that's all that's in my mind. I knew it would be. I knew you'd be like, oh, well, see, because I was thinking I'd have a plate of crackers. Yes. And then I could have some Do you corpses. mean a plate of crackers, the hard things you have with cheese to eat, or the Christmas things yes. you pull? Cathy, if there is ever any doubt as to what meaning a word has, it's going to be the one that positively impacts on So it's stomach. food, always food-based, okay. yes. It's always food. It's alimentary canal with me, Cath. That's how it works. Yeah, Shiv, it Shiv's all about the alimentary canal. I mean, I've, I've heard that about you for years. Yeah, it used to be my sign-off at the bottom of emails. Yeah. Oh, Shiv, Mika, all about the alimentary canal. Talking about sign-offs, you know sometimes people have very strange job titles yes. at the bottom of their email. So once upon a time, I had an email from someone whose job title was Mother Hen. Oh. Okay, all right, just yet. This week, I saw one that said Managing Partner and Nap Ranger. And what ranger? Nap, N-A-P for Papa. Nap a ranger. Nap ranger, as in park ranger, but for nap. What does that mean? I, I, I could kind of understand a nap a ranger that you put your child to bed, you arrange a nap for them. But what's a nap ranger? Mm-hmm. No idea. Anyway, that's what they were. I didn't reply. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, so I think all about the elementary canal is probably one of the least annoying sign-offs you could have. I'm, job I'm title, absolutely flummoxed by nap ranger, Shiv. That's going to bother me all evening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've got time on my hands to think about these things. I believe they worked for a company that was trying to encourage people to take naps at work. And I was like, baby, I don't need no encouragement to fall asleep at my job. I like the way... I don't need no no ranger to help me do that. I like the way you go American when you get sassy at at people's email signatures. It's very specific. I I was... very specifically channel. I felt like a real housewife of Marlowe <laughs> sort of sassily sassily like no listen lady I don't need that I I can fall asleep at my desk anytime. well real housewives don't work hence the name but apart from that well good reference there Shiv thanks well that's why they don't work that's true asleep. they all got fired for sleeping on the job the nap the nap that's ranger sacked them all 
Um, and I don't know about you, but when I read the word nap ranger, I just thought about that strange park ranger um, from Yogi Bear. What was oh, his name? Oh, yes, you know I do. What was his name? Yogi Bear's friend was know. called Boo Boo. Definitely, yeah. The ranger was perhaps just called Ranger? Ranger Smith. Was it Ranger oh, Smith? Oh, well, that's a hard name to remember because it's not very memorable. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not common, is it? I like a common name. Yeah, Smith's not common at all. You don't get anyone no. called Smith. Um, <coughs> who? Smith. 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 So, as per our usual way, we've got probably touching nine minutes yes. through. And we haven't actually spoken about... King Rollo, yeah. Is that okay? You well, I'm okay, okay with, with that. that. And King Rollo is very short, so it's not as if we're going to be discussing it for long. No, um, but I do feel that I want you to be able to go straight into your synops. And when I mean straight in, I mean nine minutes in, <laughs> I want you to go into the synops. Oh, right, you're demanding. You see, you see drunk Shiv is very demanding. So she's de- demanding, drunk, aren't you? Oh, drunk? Oh, I know. You're absolutely glotto. Admit it. I will do no, no such thing. I have had but five swigs from my Pure gin. gin. That's in that glass. Pure gin. Yeah, there's... Yeah, obviously. I mean, why why waste precious glass? <laughs> why, but exactly. I bet there's not even a piece of fruit in there. Uh, there is actually um, two halves of two lemon halves. slice. You are fancy. I like the fact that you put in two halves and you didn't just put it in as a circle you just halved them and put them both in no i i halved them and put them both in i quite like i quite like the sort of pub style you know you wouldn't get a whole create your own pub in your own home shiv okay it's the uh so synopsis time the shiv and trumpet okay i've got a lot of thoughts so you're going to hear them all. all of them king roller well you see oh, someone asleep in their bed. Now, this bed is a tiny single with a crap blanket. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A beautiful patchwork multicoloured quilt. rainbow like Elmer the Elephant. Okay, well, patchwork you know, quilt. potato, potato. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm assuming this is King Rollo's bed because he is our titular character. But why is the king sleeping in a bed that's smaller than mine? With just one mere flimsy blanket. Anyway, he wakes up. He is the kind of man that has a beard without a moustache. It's just the chin, not under the nose. It's really nice, but you have missed something quite key in this synopsis already. Oh, yes, yeah, that's right. So King Rollo sleeps with his crown uh, at a jaunty angle over his bedpost. And the cat tries on the crown. And then King Rollo wakes up and he thinks, oh, I really want breakfast. So he rings a bell, says, I must get cook. And uh, King Rollo rings the bell. And who appears but crossover star from Mr. Ben, the magician. He is, I mean, King Rollo is indeed a spin-off from uh, Mr. Ben and the magician character straddles both 
shows. Yes, very, very good. I know, I thought you'd like that. Straddles there. I also want to add in that the cat made me think about Tony. It looked a bit like Tony. It was a fat white and tan. Well, there's a moment later that reminded me of Tony, Shiv, and I will bring it up. Uh, I thought, immediately yeah, thought Tony I'm, I'm when this you. happened. So, of course, the magician appears yeah. and uh, says, Shit, Cook's ill. And King Rollo is distressed. And he says, well, who's going to cook me breakfast? And uh, the magician said, I haven't got time to worry about that. I've got to get the doctor. So, of course, which I liked. I like He's like, the he king, but he is, he, as I said, straddling two roles. So if the king doesn't like him, he can just go to... Mr. Ben full-time doesn't need to worry too much. Well, you say that, but I don't think running fancy dress shops or whatever... Well, I don't think um, calling the doctor is allowed either. I mean, there's a lot of non-corona-related... But this is 1979, Shiv, so I think we can let them off. I suppose 1979, it was more threat of nuclear war and rabies, really. That were the mo- they were the most or sort regular threats. Your, your legs catching on fire from the polyester rubbing together, perhaps. Yeah, I was going to say, or maybe, yeah, the, the crimpline. Sort or of fainting from the horrible perhaps, patterns um, that you someone... see before your eyes. Yeah, or um, uh, an avocado bathroom suite not being sturdy enough to take the weight of you. Yes, or falling, tripping over your massive flares and dying. Or your platform <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yes. Or it's 1979, perhaps you listen to some punk music and you're pogoing and you sort of, you know, you just lose your balance and then you pogo. Or your you get accidentally spiked by Could someone's happen. safety pin clothing and get sepsis. That. Oh, yes. <laughs> or, or... Uh, someone is driving a an Austin Allegro, which had a square steering wheel, which, as you can imagine, is really not fit for the purpose of steering. And so they just drive straight over Yes, you. or a two-year-old Kathy Manson in Stockport uh, runs out in the road and you swerve your square steering wheel and then you crash into a wall. Okay, that could happen. Or perhaps a one-year-old, yeah. see what I did there, a one-year-old, a one-year-old, not even known as Shiv yet, Mika, uh, is sort of crying at the side of the road, and you go over to attend to her, and um, you're on the way, and I'm she really turns with this Damien one. from and the other one and kills try. you. Yeah. Oh, thank. Yeah, yeah. That one. That classic. These are all. Very realistic 1979. I'm wondering hits. what year the omen was. I think it's pre 79, so this is all possible. Yeah, I think the omen is definitely a 70s film. I think 79, you, you've got you've got all you of the might 70s even have had an omen too by the really 1970. I mean, who knows? Two 1979. You definitely, yeah, or perhaps you were dancing to a hit from the year before, Wuthering Heights. And you sort of tripped over some of your white, like, you know, dresses. You sort of I'm just tripped. I'm when the omen came out, because I need to know tumble. now. 1976, three years old. I think the omen came out. 76. Yeah, 76. So the omen yeah, is, so there you go. is a possibility. So all of these... So, um, 
a lot of things, or perhaps you have just voted for Brittany and you spontaneously combust. (laughs) And you spontaneously combust at the self-seeking, self-servative horror. A canary from down the mines pecks you to death. Absolutely, voted for Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So all of those things were probably more topical, more likely than than a coronavirus related incident. So so anyway, sorry. So the magician sassed the king and said, like, Jesus Christ, stop thinking about your stomach. I've got to sort the doctor out for poor Cook, who may have coronavirus. It's unlikely. It's more likely that she had um, a cold. Common cold. You say that, but would you would you call a doctor in 1979? They would have done even in the 70s. Do you do you think, or would they not have just you'd have just sweated it out? Well, I think if you're the cook to the queen, king, then you uh, they might think, well, we're privileged, so we're going to call the doctor for this common cold, just in case it's something more important. Yeah, and. Uh, and then she can't cook yeah, for the king for okay. for weeks. See, I wondered whether she had cystitis because the magician had been giving her his wand. That is horrifying. <laughs> also, a little wand like that won't give you cystitis. You <laughs> <laughs> something bigger. <laughs> no. Well, it's got, it would barely, it would barely exactly, touch the size of Exactly, the wizard himself. So, crashing on, as Miss S. Meeker <laughs> would say, uh, we are... Thanks, Cathy. The king decides to go down, make his own breakfast, which I was quite impressed with. You... No, oh, hang on a minute. Out. Yes, you've missed now. out critical part of Synops. So, King Rollo this decides... This is important, this Okay, well. I'll, get, I'll do my own, but first of all... I'm going to wash. Now, now what he did, Viv, uh-huh. was he rinsed one hand <laughs> and rubbed his one face briefly. Hand. Now, again, in coronavirus era, this would not go... It, I was, I was oh, shocked. Shocking. Rinsed one hand and then later after this goes to make some food. So it's quite, quite horrifying. So then he goes to get dressed... Yeah. And he goes behind a screen, yeah. you know, one of those screens that people have. Of course, I don't know who he's hiding from. A dressing screen. And, of course, the cat's screen. in front of yeah. the screen until he removes his clothes. And then the big perv cat goes behind the screen. No, no, not yet. And you thought I, I, don't, Tony. I don't know how pervy Tony is. I've never <laughs> asked. Whether he appears when you're dressing in stairs, I don't know. <laughs> I like the perv cat. I like the yeah, and then the he got chucked out for being a perv, out, basically. Which and then is fine, like, you know, 1979 perves, yeah, nobody really it. worried too much about them. They let them get away with things. I think I think pervy cats is all right. I <laughs> yeah, think I think a pervy cat. Sort of lines, what's a pervy it, cat going to do? Put its paw on your knee? I mean, who cares? I mean, I think that is the literal uh, embodiment of a peeping <laughs> he Tom. He is a peeping Tom. Yeah, it's a peeping, peeping Tom, Tom, isn't it? Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. Peeping Tom. Thanks for that. So, Thank yes, Thank as I mentioned before, he then goes to make his own breakfast. And first of all, he hums a little tune as he's doing it. Cat's always with him, by the way. Cat's with him at all times. Very, very loyal pet. 
And uh, yeah, nice pet. Yeah. He starts to put the kettle on, and this is the bit that reminds me of Tony. The cat brings its bowl and stands by Rollo, <laughs> expecting. I'm ready for food. Yeah, the cat. The cat, knew, was, like, the cat was hungry. Uh, excuse That's me, I'm most right. important here. Where's my grub? Which I felt that like was a very Tony mm-hmm. thing to do. Because that's why I learned recently, Tony steals food from other people's houses. Yeah, he honestly, we he came in the other day and he was licking his lips and he definitely had some food around his mouth. And Anna posted it in like a local Facebook group going, look, we're trying to help our cat lose a bit of weight. Um, Please, if you see him, he has a home, he gets fed, don't feed him. And then all these people started piling on going, oh, is that that cat that came through my window and, and nicked my cat's food the other day? And like, oh, my God, he's got this alter ego life. I've just I don't even think he protects starving. him. I think he's the thief in the night and just steals it. He's a cat he is, burglar. Like, you know, but just I, I know of cats. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cat burglar. Yeah. He's bought in, um, the other day, he bought in a piece of what looked like sweet and sour chicken. He's ordered himself a Chinese. It. Yeah, and he dropped it on the floor in front of us to say... Now, I must say, I'd I'd much prefer even um, half-eaten Chinese than a dead bird or something. He's never brought in a dead bird. He's tried to play with a moth once. That's the worst he's been. But no, he's brought in uh, uh, a degloved sausage (laughs) roll, so without the pastry. He's He's brought in half a sausage... Which actually got stuck in the cat flap. I had to help him in with that. His sausage and got stuck in, in the cat flap, Sausage in flap. Tony's sausage. It's sausage stuck in the flap. But what I like is that he's like going, here, I've bought this in wild. I managed to kill this in the wild for you. Look at my brain. sausage, honey. You've just, You've been, just been, been to a child's party again. and stolen some Honestly. of the food. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I love him. So, yes, you're quite right. Tony would follow the king around with his bowl going, uh, excuse me, Rollo. Yeah, Tony was, uh, well, no, the cat, we don't know yeah. the cat's name, so we'll call it Tony because he reminded me of Tony. Tony was desperate to be fed. <laughs> yeah, we'll call him Tony. So then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he puts the kettle on and he looks for some bread, slices some bread. The, the knife was in a cupboard, which I felt was unrealistic. A knife should be in a drawer. And then it, there were there no drawers. Any drawers no. Did you know I, I lived in a flat once with no drawers mm. in the kitchen. It was very strange. Uh, I'm gonna. I yeah, that was the one that, that. Uh, uh, Blatchington Road. No drawers in that kitchen. Yeah, I know. It wasn't it. Who built a kitchen without drawers? Uh, uh, someone that never uses a kitchen. That's who. I mean, one of the main. Drawers of having a kitchen is correct, correct storage, isn't it? I said one of the main drawers of having a kitchen is correct. That storage, is my main drawer. It? It's all about the storage. Nothing to do with making food. No, it's about correct so storage. Then he uh, goes, "Oh no, I don't know where the eggs or the jam are." So now we're on to a new scene, mm-hmm. Shiv, and a new character introduced quite late in the yep. day. We yeah, have the end, really, isn't it? The cook. She's in bed, and she's got the blankets pulled up to her nose. Yeah, and she has a nicer bed than the king. I thought. 
I also thought she, she probably was is. It. I mean, imagine having to deal with that Wally all the time. <laughs> you can't grow a moustache. You can't grow a moustache. No. Anyway, so uh, she um, she goes. Oh no! I can hear the kettle whistling because the kettle was just whistling away and Rollo was doing nothing. The toast is burnt. He's made a massive cock up of the whole thing. And then there's a knock on the door. Yeah. Who can it be? I assumed it would be the doctor, but no. It's King Rollo with breakfast for both of them. He's managed to make it, and he's made it for both, and they're going to eat it together. And that was the end. And the cat has come up with them with a full yeah. bowl as well. The cat's you, happy. you remember. So that was the synopsis. Uh, and the breakfast looked like a boiled egg each, looked like some toast and some tea. Some toast and some what? Some there was tea. boiled there eggs was some as well tea in there, wasn't there? there? Was like a pot of tea. Yeah, I said a boiled egg each, some toast. So and he's a pot of tea. for a king. He's quite, de- you know, he's not really uh, authoritarian. He's uh, happy to uh, eat with the staff and everything. So uh, yeah, he's quite yeah, he pitched in. And that was the that was the end. That was the end of it. And then the little outro had the same theme song, but. Um, it was in sepia, if I remember. They had like the the the, the sort of end credits. No, they were. They were in sepia. Colour. You're right. And uh, it was only about three yeah. people worked on the program. It was again like Mr. Ben when things were supposed to be in perspective. They did just look like they were drawn on the wall, e.g. the bed. Yeah, but it didn't look. I mean, the kitchen didn't look like a very regal kitchen. It looked like a very nineteen. The whole thing looked like a nineteen seventies semi. Detached house, for those who don't know what that means. Thank you for adding detached house, because I was thinking of what a 1970s set. Well, I can't even imagine the underpants. They're just too horrifying to contemplate, Shiv. (laughs) Just these horrible wife fronts with a minor... Oh, like a minor inflation. Yeah, just, a, just a semi-inflation in those underpants. Yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to speculate too heavily on that. So tell me, Shiv, what did you think of... Rolloy Rollo, and is there anything I missed out? Uh, your synopsis was great. Um, I, I, I was very good. Um, so I watched Rollo before I had a drink. I want to add that in. Um, I, I laughed. Which bit did you laugh? I particularly laughed at the cat, the per, pervy yeah. cat getting kicked out. Yeah. You were like, oh, Tony. I. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought it had a great little story. I thought it didn't outstay its welcome. I thought it wasn't no. offensive. Um, it didn't have any questionable morals or fat phobia or implied it didn't racism. Have any, it did like have that. some uh, uh, dubious facial hair. Yeah. Uh, it did have dubious facial hair and it had incredibly dubious hygiene standards. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was great. And I was like, oh, and I, I think the first thing I said, and I said out loud just to myself, because I was on my own then, you know, I went, oh, I remember enjoying King Rollo and I think I had good Yeah, taste. that's nice, Shiv. Give yourself a little bit of praise. Yeah, I think that was nice, wasn't it? Um, I loved it. I I. I am not too troubled with the small bed the king had. 
It's a bit bizarre. I'm not sure what King Rollo was the king of. I'm also, I'm quite intrigued as to why every time I text you about King Rollo, my phone auto-capitalised the word Rollo into a big Is old Is there some chat. sort of organisation, like that, like in James Bond film Spectre? Is, it, is Rollo some creepy organisation? I don't know. But bizarrely, Rollo made me think about sweets. And I thought originally it was Rollos I was thinking of. But then I realised I was thinking of Toffos. Uh, well, Rollos. bizarre? Toffos. Yeah, but the sweet's called Rollo. Surely you're thinking of that. Yeah, I know. No, I said I thought I was thinking of Rollos. And then I realised that I was thinking of Toffo. Because I had, <laughs> I don't know why, but I was. Yes, I was you are quite, quite remarkable, aren't you? There's a sweet called exactly. Rolo, but I'm going to think about Toffos. Any... <laughs> and I was thinking about Toffos. And actually, um, I don't know. I just really like I love Toffos right and Rolos, actually. I bloody loved a Toffo. I, oh, I loved, I loved a, toffo a Toffo more. I really did. Because they were like... Oh, no, I only liked the toffee-flavoured yeah. ones. I didn't like the fruity ones. Just to stand Oh, I like all of them. They were just great. Oh, bring back I love the Toffo. Oh, let's start a campaign to bring back Toffo. In these times, we need Toffo. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you why we need Toffos because you know the Tunnock's Tea Cake Factory has shut down because of coronavirus. Well, does that um, mean there's no Tunnock's being making? I haven't oh. had Macon. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't had a Tunnock's Tea Cake since the seventh of March. Since the seventh of. March. That is over two months without a sweet. I'm just gonna. Goodness. I'm just gonna have a moment of silence for Shiv not being able to have a Tunnock's tea cake. Just excuse me a moment. That really. Yeah. Oh, but that's the real tragedy here, Shiv. I think when we look back at these unprecedented yes. times and the new normal, that's, which that's is also everybody's favourite phrase. <laughs> as we navigate the new normal yeah. yeah we will say the real sadness yeah. was that shiv couldn't have a tonics tea cake after the 7th of march but do you know what if they were doing one of their little press conferences when no one really knows what's going on and you know there's a bit where now the public can ask a question i don't watch them I, I, are they infuriating like, too oh, much and, uh, uh, now, we've got a question here from uh, Shiv Mika from uh, very, very close to Hove. And she says, um, with all this COVID-19 nonsense, what not have you going on, when will Britain bring back Toffos? That would be the sort of question that, that would, would be gain, the kind of question that followers. Boris would love. Because then he'd just say, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm going to do. It's going to make it my mission to bring back Toffos, yes. Because it's something <laughs> he can do that really doesn't involve very much. And doesn't yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to stay alert, bring back Toffos. And stay alert, save lives. bring back Toffos, protect the NHS, save lives, done. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to uh, control, control the tea cakes. Uh, bring back Toffos and sack the cook. That's I mean, what interestingly we're do. enough, that's Shiv, what we're doing. He's such he's so in love with himself. He'd love a Toffo because he is a Toff. Oh, yeah, he's a massive Toffo. He is, isn't he? He is a. Toff. He's he able to eat himself, which I'm he sure he'd enjoy. 
<laughs> um, you helped me out this week because I went on a, a training session that was run by a man who looked like Tim <laughs> yes. Dim, and that made me think yes, of Tim as well. He really did. He did. Like she sent well, me a screenshot, he? and I was like, "Why have you sent me a screenshot of Tim Nice but Dim?" <laughs> well, I'm just there's a, a woman I don't recognise from this area has just wandered. I'm, I'm I'm casually looking out my window, and she's just wandered past. And then I realised I do recognise her, but she's shaved her hair because she's clearly given up on waiting for a haircut. You, I missed that shift. What did you say? She has. So there's a woman who lives locally, and I was like, I don't recognise you. I, I don't know what you've done. And I do, I recognise that she, I do recognise her, but she's normally got slightly longer, short hair, but she's just shaved it. She's obviously gone, I can't wait to July the 4th, Min, for a hair trim, bollocks. Well, so she shaved a lot off. Yeah, she's like a grade four, I'd say, you know. Like a, oh, like a prisoner. prisoner chic, how delightful. I think that's where I'm heading. That's why I'm heading at the moment. My hair is, I'm really Is it too, is it just too long now? It's not, it's not style. It's just long hair. Oh, no. Well, I was sort of saying to someone the other day that it's kind of gone from being like edgy, edgy, lesbian, bright and chic, just looking like Harris middle-aged mum. <laughs> and I've got to that level. You know, when a middle-aged mum can't be bothered to, to keep her hair long anymore. So she just cuts it sort of oh, short. Shiv. That's what I've oh, got. Oh, dear. Don't. I know. It's well, really, we'll see really it soon bad. because you've done a selfie for us, haven't you? Because Shiv and I, uh, uh, if you go to our Instagram account at Claptrap Podcast, then you'll see Shiv's amazing middle-aged harassed mm. mum hair. Well, anyway, I haven't asked you what you felt overall about King Rollo. I thought it was topic. fine. Should we do our scores? Oh, you thought it was fine. That's all Is you're that getting because I think we need to do our scores. Yeah, we can, we can, but the listeners will stay with us for another minute, Kathy. No, because that, that's all I felt. I thought it was, it was fine. It was, uh, it was all right. It, it was, uh, it was mildly diverting, but the story didn't really have much substance to it. Uh, I didn't really understand why the king okay. lived in a semi-detached house in Chelmsford in the seventies, and I, I just yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, I was, it wasn't, it didn't charm me like Mr. Ben did. Oh, so I think our scores are going to diverge. No, I would, as, I would assume so. Uh, because, well, I'll go first. Because I, I was neither here nor there, I'm going to give it five. Okay. Bloody hell. See, I'm giving Wow. Okay. It's because you love cats and there's a cat I in it. really, really liked it. I thought it was. I thought it had real charm. I thought the story was sweet. I thought there were nice little bits that repaid watching, like the cat. It kind of also the style made me think a lot, like Charlie says. Yes, I like thought that. Information films, which I do like those. So I think that kind of made me, you know, nostalgic. So yeah, no, I really, really liked it. I, and I would watch another one. There you go. You. I, 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 yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, shit. Well, that is interesting. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed King Rollo, even if you do have the distress of having the hair of a middle-aged harass mum. But you do also have the pleasure of a a gin and tonic. So it's a a swings and roundabouts today, Shiv. It swings and roundabouts, as you say. So 
Twigs and Roundabouts. Now, if you love us, why don't you tell us? You can email us, claptrappod at gmail.com. You can tweet us, claptrappod at, G- uh, at claptrappod. You can search for us on Facebook, just search Claptrap Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram, which is the one I probably use the most, at Claptrap Podcast. Definitely find one of those channels and ways of contacting us and just take the time because, you know, it's going to work. It's going to work for you. You're going to feel like you're reaching out to someone through these turbulent times and we're going to be We're always there for people. We do enjoy hearing your views. If you think, oh, I wish they'd talk about this particular TV programme from your youth, something that flutters your nostalgic heart, then give us, just let us know. Let us know. We're open to requests. Jim and I'll do anything, really. We really will. We will do, well, uh, uh, most things. So let's just... Well, children's television wise, not pornography, obviously. (laughs) Though, of course, we could do Claptrap After Dark and review pornography from the 1980s, but I think I'd rather not. 